0: your house keys are in the house and not in your bag. Or maybe you, again and again, your mum or dad always says, take out the recycling, and you go, oh, my memory's like a sieve, and you've forgotten to do it. Or maybe you forget people's names, or maybe you always forget your mobile phone, or maybe you always forget what day it is. Today, we're thinking about remembering things. And you see this saying, my memory's like a sieve, I don't use often because I remember a lot of things. I think I'm pretty good at remembering things. I'm pretty good at remembering meetings. I'm pretty good at remembering people's names. So I thought, since I'm standing in front of you all this morning, telling you that I'm good at remembering things, I thought I would challenge myself to a bit of a memory game. So anybody who's sitting there going, actually, I'm pretty good at remembering things too, Gemma, would you like to come up and play my memory game with me? This game is all about, there is a tray here, with things on it, it's covered just now. It will be revealed. We will have 30 seconds to look at it. We will cover it again. We will then write down the things that are on the tree, and then for 30 seconds, then we will reveal, and we will see who has the best memory here this morning. Anybody up for it? Anybody up for it? Wow, you all have memories like sieves. <laughs> Hannah? Harriet? No? Wow. Oh, Fia, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come and have a seat for me up here. Oh, wonderful. Okay, I'm going to go with it. Harriet? Yes! I always get their names mixed up. Okay, and I'm this last person. Let's reveal. Do we have a 30-second clock? Okay, we're going to reveal, and we're going to look. Okay, So we've got an orange, we've got a napkin, we've got a crayon, we've got a hairbrush, we've got a fork, we've got some headphones and we've got some scissors. You guys can be looking as well if you can see and see if you can test yourself. We've got some scissors, we've got some headphones, we've got a fork, we have a napkin, we have an orange, we have a hairbrush, we have a crayon. We also have 10 seconds to memorise this. Feel the pressure, people, feel the pressure. Three, two, one. Okay, another 30 seconds and we're going to write it down. I can't even remember how many there was. Well, people are helping. This is wonderful. (laughs) Feel the pressure. Okay, I have five. There was more than that. How many was there? Anybody? Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Wonderful. Okay. We're on the great reveal. Mark yourselves orange, boom, I got that one, hairbrush, crayon, headphones, scissors, fork, napkin. Okay, girls, how many did you get? How many? You, got wo- you didn't get one of them? Okay, I didn't get two of them. Oh, my goodness, you guys are so much better than me. I didn't get two of them. So the girls have beat me. Thank you so much. Well done. You can jump down. So, maybe I actually don't have the best memory in the world. Our passage this morning is one that I think comforts those of us who forget things. Because I think. One of the things that we all forget is who God is and what He has done for us. And our passage this morning, Exodus 7:1 to 13, I think is one where Moses stands beside us and says, I forget who God is and I forget what He has done for me. Let's look at the passage together. If you have a Bible, And then please do open it. We're going to start at 626, and I'm going to read to verse 5. It says this. Now, when the Lord spoke to Moses in Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, everything I tell you. But Moses said to the Lord, since I speak with faltering lips, why would Pharaoh listen to me? Then the Lord said to Moses, see, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you, then I will lay my hand on Egypt and with mighty acts of judgment I will bring out my divisions my people the Israelites and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it Moses had this call on his life for to lead his people out of slavery this is huge. And Moses kept on going, I am an anything important. I'm this like old man, and I don't know what, how to do this. And God continued to say, remember who I am. Remember who I am. Do you see at the start of what I read? It said, I am the Lord. I think right at the beginning of Moses and God's interaction, God goes, I am the Lord. I am the Lord. And throughout our passage, he kept, God kept on saying, I am the one who's going to do it. I am the one who's going to do it. I am the one who's going to bring freedom, not Moses. I don't know about you, I need to be reminded of that. I need to be reminded who God is because so often on a Sunday I can really get it. I can really have it. I can be like, God, you're the one that's in control. God, you're the one who loves me above everything else. God, you're the one who says good things over me. But then on Tuesday, I'm just like, who am I? Who's God? Why are You not answering me?" Or maybe I look at the papers and the news and I see all this horrible, horrible bad stuff happen in the world, and I'm like, God, You're just not powerful enough to do this. And God says, I am the One. I am the Lord. I am the one who will do all things. I am the one that's in control, not you, Gemma." And then our passage goes on, and we have this incredible thing that God kept on doing with Moses. God kept on using Moses' staff. And I don't know if you were here last week, but we were looking at Moses and God's interaction in Midian, in the burning bush, just God and Moses. And God said to Moses, put your staff on the ground. And what did it turn into? A snake. Good job. It turned into a snake. And then He said, put your hand in your cloak, and it turned out to be leprous. And then He said, take a glass of water and put it in the ground, and it turns into blood. God was saying, I am the one that's powerful. But you see, we find Moses in front of Pharaoh, and he needs to be reminded of what God had done. Let's read from verse 8 together to 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when Pharaoh says to you, perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers and the Egyptian magicians also did the same thing by their secret arts. Each one threw down their staff and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up all of their staffs. You see, back in the burning bush, God had shown Moses how incredible he was. God had shown Moses how powerful he was. But again, Moses needed to be reminded of what God had done for him. Maybe God has done things for you in your life. Maybe He's answered prayers. Maybe he's healed you. Maybe he's given you comfort when you've been really, really, really sad. Maybe he has made that bully just that bit kinder. Maybe he's been with you in tough days. Maybe he's answered amazing prayers in your life. Remember those. Remember who God is and remember what God has done for you. I see the amazing thing about God is that he knows that our memories can be a bit like sieves when it comes to remembering who he is and what he has done. But the thing about God is that he will never ever leave us. And he will never, ever say to us, Do you know I'm just not gonna remind you? Because the whole of creation is speaking out His song to us, reminding us of who He is. Every week we come together to remind each other of who He is. May God remind you of who He is, and may God remind you of what He has done for you in your life. Amen.